Hi, I'm Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be, is this your friend zone speech? Well, I've got an email from a guy who just got the friend zone speech from a girl that he was dating. He says that he's read and listened to my book for a total of 20 times, but obviously you'll see from the email, he made too many mistakes, came on too strong, and caused this woman to feel like she was losing her freedom, so obviously she bounced on him. So, because I know probably about 90% of the people that first come to me are in a situation like this where they're either trying to get an ex back or they were dating this girl they really liked and they got friend zoned. And I mean, you can see here, even though this guy is really familiar with my work, he still is struggling with his emotional self control and overcoming his old programming and emotional conditioning. Because obviously everything's not perfect. Everybody, you know, everybody's different. Everybody's at a different level. So the idea is to go at your own pace. It's, I look at life as kind of like a game of golf. It's just you, the ball, your club, and the course. You're not competing against them. You're really competing against yourself. And so your progress and your success is a combination of learning the wisdom that you need to know and applying it properly and successfully. And you can see this guy's still struggling with that and that's okay. This is just one girl. There'll be others. Seven and a half billion people on the planet and half of them are women. So the quote that I wrote for this particular email says, having emotional self-control is hard to learn and maintain when you are in a fearful state and trying to overcome a lifetime of emotional conditioning and doing things the wrong way. A man who becomes overly emotional instead of being centered in his masculine energy and not attached to his outcome makes women feel unsafe and uncomfortable in his presence. This display of weakness leads to rejection and friend zone. Being centered in your masculine energy means speaking your mind, unapologetically going for what you want, standing up for yourself, and walking away from any personal or professional interaction where what you're being offered is not what you want or are willing to settle for. So, so important to understand that. Remember, the strongest negotiating position is being able to walk away and mean it. It is a position of weakness when somebody refuses to give you the terms that you want for you to sit around or stick around trying to change their mind. Let's go through his email. He says, Hi, Coach. I've been following your work for a few years now. I was introduced to you by a friend who saw me struggling with women after my ex of eight years broke up with me. I started by watching a few videos, and it wasn't long after that I bought your book. I had probably read your book and listened to your audiobook for a combined 20 times or more. So far, so good. I dated around, but nothing too serious happened as I was going back to community college while working a full-time job in property management. I mean, it's okay to be single. It's okay to take your time. It's okay to focus on your mission, your purpose for a while and not be too involved with dating. But the idea is when you encounter women in your life, you at least want to interact with them and practice the things you're learning in my book. So when you are ready, willing, able, and open to dating somebody, you've kind of been practicing so it's much easier as opposed to reading it and studying it but never interacting because at the end of the day, knowledge only becomes potential power when you actually apply it. 
I'm 32 years old, so the majority of the other students are roughly 10 years younger than me. So I go to class to do what I have to and I get out. However, one night this girl walks in and completely takes my breath away. I can tell that she's closer to my age and my radar told me that she was single. Women that are ready, willing, able and open to dating and they're not tied up with anybody else, they'll make direct eye contact to you. And on top of that, they'll if they like you, they will smile. Women that are married in a relationship or their mind is just off somewhere else, they'll avoid making eye contact. They'll tend to look away and they'll act, they'll walk right by you like you're totally invisible. The idea is you when women like you and they like what they see and they're interested, they'll make eye contact and they'll smile. And, you know, especially for somebody that's just starting to apply these things, I know obviously approaching can be really scary for a lot of guys. And my book teaches a lot of low-risk ways to read a woman's attraction level. So by by the time you actually get around to asking her out, you already know she's going to say yes. That takes away most of the fear of getting rejected. We struck up a conversation. It wasn't long before we went on a date. We kissed in the second date and it seemed like things were going well. After a few more dates, I took her to Disneyland for her birthday. Looking back at it now, it was probably too much too soon as we were only still dating and she wasn't my girlfriend. So he made the mistake of treating this girl he was just kind of casually dating. Doesn't, he didn't say anything about hooking up with her so it doesn't sound like it got really physical. So there was really no time – there wasn't enough time they spent together for an emotional bond to form. But I'm also looking at the fact that if he went out with her three or four times, remember most women on average are going to sleep with the guy by the third or the fourth date. And he didn't go for the kiss until the second date. So that tells me he was either holding back or he was too too afraid to go for what he wanted. And those, that communicates something subtly, especially if the, the girl was really into you, which he, it seemed like she was really into him, especially the way he looked at her. And she could tell he really liked her, but she also probably picked up on the fact that he was holding back. Maybe he was afraid. Maybe he was a little fearful. And he got a little too gung-ho, spending, taking her to Disneyland for her birthday and doing something kind of extravagant when they really haven't even been intimate with one another yet. While at Disneyland, I was walking on clouds. We acted like a couple. We held hands. We gave each other little pecks in line, etc. Why little pecks? Why not making out passionately? After I dropped – dropped, because that also is going to communicate that either you're not experienced or you don't have the confidence – to go for what you want. After I dropped her off at home, I listened to your audiobook on my drive back to my apartment. I told myself I wasn't going to make the same mistake that your other followers did. I wasn't going to be a cautionary tale. I got a text from her that same night thanking me for a wonderful birthday. I replied letting her know that I was glad she enjoyed it and I wished her a good night. Two days later, she texted me again asking for the photos that we took at Disneyland. I took this as an opportunity to ask her out again. She mentioned that she was too busy and that we should try for something next week. Great. Well, let's go ahead and plan it now. What's your schedule like next week? What day are you definitely available? That, that's what happens when you've read the book 20 times. That's why I'm saying – 
seems to be a little suspect, dude. And I see a little rust here. Maybe you just haven't practiced it because you haven't dated too much. But these are li I'm pointing out little subtle things here that you're communicating that you're thinking are innocuous and they don't really mean anything. But from her perspective, she's picking up on where you're at. Because you got to remember, especially if she's attractive, and if she's in her in her mid to late twenties, a little closer to to your age, then she's interacting with enough guys to know the betas from the alphas, and she's not going to be satisfied with the betas. She wants a mature man that knows what to do. Next week came and I got another flaky response. I thought it was strange but I followed your teachings and backed away giving her the space to miss me. Sadly, she never did. I waited two weeks instead of the one to finally reach out to her again and I told myself if I got another flaky response, then my final answer, I would give her my final answer but we ended up scheduling a coffee date. You went to Disneyland and now you're going to coffee date. That's the kind of thing you do like on a first date. Like if you just want to have a drink or two because you don't want to spend an hour if you don't really click with the girl. So you're not – your job as a man in the courtship is to create an opportunity for sex to happen, to hang out, to have fun, to hook up. So on the phone, you weren't, it doesn't sound like you were really direct, decisive and getting right to point because she said she was busy when you wanted to get together. But the idea is like when are you available? But it sounds like you tried to make a date at a specific time that particular week. She says, I'm busy. But she also said, let's try for next week. I was like, great. What day are you available? Let's go ahead and schedule it. But you didn't do that. And that, again, communicates some weakness on your part. At the coffee date, I could feel her being distant. But after joking around and catching up, I felt her open up. At the end of the coffee date, I went for the kiss goodbye and I got the full-blown cheek. That sucks. I looked at her confused and said, I thought we were past this. Her response, I think we should talk. Uh-oh. I felt an uneasy pit in my stomach. She started off by saying how she was busy with school and work. And that it wasn't the right timing for her. As I listened to her tell me these things, I knew what was coming and my heart was just sinking deeper and deeper as she listed her reasons. But I knew they were just excuses because at the end of the day, she wasn't as attracted to me as I was to her. You're, no matter what you do, when you're interacting with them, you're communicating things subtly. I pointed out a few things here and there that you didn't didn't notice or didn't think were that big a deal. But to me, obviously, it was obvious. I looked her straight in the eye and asked her, is this your let's just be friends speech? Hesitantly, she replied, yes. That absolutely crushed me. Well, I guarantee you she could see that in your body language and your physiology. She probably saw your shoulders kind of droop down a little bit, your head go forward a little bit, kind of slumped a little bit in your chair, which is, again, communicating more weakness. He says, I was trying not to show too much emotion and miraculously my body went into autopilot and responded with, I like you, I like you a lot and I'm romantically interested in you. 
I don't think that I gave you the impression that we should be boyfriend and girlfriend right now. Well, you go and you spend the whole day at Disney World and and then you go to a coffee date the next time. There was just no, oh, there was no certainty. Weren't like, but I'm curious to see where this can go in a non-platonic way. If you ever change your mind, feel free to give me a call or a text. And her face said it all. She probably had never had anyone tell her something like this before. Well, that part you did perfect. You did that textbook. She admitted that I never gave her the pressure of trying to lock her down. I mean, what's she going to say? Remember, she's just trying to let you down easy without hurting your feelings. She's like, oh, it's not you. It's me. But the reality is her attraction level went the wrong way. Instead of going up, it went down. And also said that she was disappointed because she valued my friendship so much. It also tells you you probably gave off too much of the friend vibe and not enough of the lover vibe. And a woman who's busy, has got her shit together, she's like, I've dated enough guys to know that this guy's going to get all hung up on me, get clingy, thinking I'm going to be his girlfriend, and I might as well just nip that in the bud. So in other words, she didn't feel safe and comfortable to come and go as she pleased. Your game was not tight, dude. I told her it might sound selfish, but friendship with you is not what I'm looking for. I want something more than that. We said our goodbyes, and I let myself feel the pain for the rest of the weekend with pizza. I love pizza. This was the first girl since my ex that I was seriously interested in, and it didn't go the way I thought it would. Repetition is the mother of skill. You've got to practice, Padawan. You've got to interact with more women. Because what happened was you you waited for the unicorn to show up and because you didn't really practice with anybody else, the unicorn showed up, your old conditioning came back and because you hadn't really practiced enough with other women, you really hadn't gone through the progression of dating, you know, pickup, dating, transitioning into in the relationship. So she was like, it sounds like this is the only girl you really practiced with and it, obviously your game was pretty rusty. He says, I'm incredibly grateful for your material because if I didn't study it as much as I did, I probably would have lost my center and confessed my undying love like in the movies and accepted her friendship. Although it didn't work out for me with this girl, I did learn a lot from this experience and I want to thank you for giving me the tools to have this experience and for the experiences to come. I think it's great, dude. At the end of the day, it's a win. You got to go out with a girl that knocked your socks off. It's just that why didn't it end up the way you wanted it to? It's also possible that there was an ex-boyfriend that came back into the picture or some other guy that she maybe was a little further along with than you. But you did everything right to set yourself up for her to potentially come back a few weeks or a few months later when she finds guys that are way less prepared than you were and thinks, you know what, that guy Bob, I wonder what happened to him. He really took some balls to walk away and not accept the friendship. So she may, you flip a coin and go either way, she may reach out at some point in the future and when she does, invite her to your place to make dinner together. Hey, why don't you grab a bottle of wine, come on over, we'll make dinner together. Just like out of seven principles, get an expect. Make her come to you. Make her earn another chance to spend time with you. And if she wants you to meet her out or go for coffee or dinner or do something else, just say, it's been a really long week. 
you know, I'm just kind of in the mood to hang and have a nice, quiet, romantic evening at my place. If you don't want to do that, give me a call in two, three weeks, and maybe I'll be up for meeting you out or something more formal and withdraw the offer. He says, I'll take what I learned with her to the next girl that I meet and know that it won't be long before I find someone that'll like me as much as I like her. I will continue to read and listen to the book and polish my skills to be another step closer to being a 3% man. Thanks for all you do, and I eagerly await your next book. You have a fan for life. I think it's great. Well, I said the the biggest takeaway from this is you've just got to practice more. You can't follow me for several years and then only really interact with one woman that you really like because obviously you saw your game was pretty rusty. It wasn't tight. There were holes in it that obviously I pointed out, and but then again, you really you didn't know this girl too well, so there could be another dude in the picture, an ex-boyfriend. You really don't know, but I commend you for the fact that at the end when she tried to friends on you, were like, I don't think so. That doesn't work for me, and you handled everything textbook. So my suggestion for you is to brush up on what's in Seven Principles to get an ex back. So you can invite her to come to your place to make dinner together and if she's unwilling to do that, then you withdraw the offer and tell her to call you if she changes her mind. The only distance that you should be willing to travel – because you took this girl to Disney. You spent your, her birthday with her. So it's not like you're a fucking stranger. So there should be no reason for her to not come over and make dinner at your place. The strongest negotiating position is being able to walk away and mean it. So you need to get to know the seven principles get next back backwards and forwards and stick to it and if she does come back and she does reach out and she agrees to come over and make dinner with you, hang out, have fun while you're hanging out and then hook up when the signs are there because if she does come back and she does – because the reality is when you make a dinner date at your place to make dinner in the evening, 99% of the women that you're going to encounter know that usually when she likes a guy, that's going to typically lead to sex. You either get what you want or you withdraw the offer. So you'll get better. It's just one girl. And if you'd like to get my help personally with a personal or professional challenge you may be having and you want my help to help you achieve your outcome, go to my website, click the products tab at the top of your screen and book whatever coaching option works for you. And I will talk to you soon. 